Good afternoon. This is another episode of Stay in Your Lane, uh, the transportation podcast. Um, I wanted to speak about today. When is enough enough? When are autonomous vehicles going to be uh, smart enough? And when do we concentrate more on our infrastructure being smarter too? Just like we have outfitted autonomous vehicles with sensors right now, um, some people may not know, but in Ohio, there are sensors embedded in the road. And before you set out on the highway of your choice, you can uh, check the road temperatures to see if there's black ice on the road. Are these communicating yet with the autonomous vehicles? Uh, We don't know yet because... Right now, they have kind of more shifted towards uh, areas where the weather is pretty much a constant. Um, And until that takes place, all the millions of miles that the autonomous vehicles will be using, it seems like will be traced over the same type of steady weather areas. And any driver knows that it's pretty easy to drive when it's a sunny clear day but uh when the weather starts changing and adjusting from even when you're driving in the morning to when you're driving in the evening uh that is the real test of a driver um we you may remember that from when you're first learning how to drive it was easy to drive on side streets Uh, during the summer, but those of us who were trying to get our temporary license and learn how to drive in the winter and get our driver's hours in, like these autonomous vehicles were, it was um, a little bit more difficult and uh, more uh, variables were thrown in the equation of gas, pedal, brake, steer, and From that is where we will see the true intelligence of autonomous vehicles. Because right now they're fine to use and where weather is constant, where in huge factories where they can zip back and forth. But uh, we really know that there isn't a whole lot of human error that's introduced in those uh, typical areas. So... Uh, intelligent roads and bridges uh, could stop that current outcry that these vehicles, uh, that people said that they will show disregard for human life outside of other autonomous vehicles, uh, pedestrians and cyclists are uh, the main two groups are concerned as well as they should be. But because you don't have to have insurance to walk, and you don't have to have insurance to ride a bike. Um, so, where do we go from here? Well, by focusing on reducing driver error, uh, the next accident, which unfortunately will happen, which we hope will happen a long time from now, uh, will not be so calamitous. And uh, we'll have, hopefully with uh, smarter roadways, we'll 
have a more of a predictive nature to it, so more can be learned from implemented and avoided in the first place as far as the autonomous vehicles interacting with cyclists and pedestrians, which is uh, where I think that we are really going to hit uh, a wall at. I don't know if it's going to be a wall where we say, oh, it's just a fad or we can't go full autonomous because of these variables, but it is going to be there. Thereby gaining a knowledge base for future use cases uh, would definitely uh, be helpful when we run into the hazardous terrain or weather conditions or pedestrians and cyclists. Um, the simple fact that we are testing for permits and licensure on, on in states but avoiding other non-ideal road testing, uh, which is about, I would say, is about 50% of the country they're avoiding now, but we are also concentrating on where there are huge population centers. But this uh, says that we definitely need to have a lot to learn and a long way to go in knowing how to maneuver in January in the Midwest versus January in Arizona. Um, that was all I had to say, and I will see you guys next time on Stay In Your Lane.